guys, welcome back and thank you for being here. I'm going to be reading more from Spirit to help you relax and fall asleep. Spirit opened the bedroom door. Her hands wouldn't stop shaking. There was a guard standing outside the room. Where's Spectre? She asked, her voice barely above a whisper. He pointed down the hall at Spectre's office. She hurried there, her heart racing, and opened the door. Spectre was sitting at his desk with his face in his hands. Have you looked outside? She asked quietly. He nodded. He's going to ambush us in the middle of the night like a coward, he said, looking out the window. Emperor Eidolon and his guards charged like thunder down the hill and were in front of their manor fast and as unpredictable as lightning. He wants you, he said quietly, staring at the enemy troops from his window. They were now outside their manor, surrounding it. What? Spirit asked in shock and disbelief. He's here for you, he repeated, turning around and looking at her. She shook her head. He grabbed her arm and led her back to their bedroom. Don't let her out, he instructed the guard in a deep tone. No, wait, Spirit yelled. They locked her in. Spectre gathered what guards he had available. He was at a great disadvantage since most of them were in their homes with their families asleep. They hurried to the front of the manor where they met with a multitude of Eidolon's guards, all armed with guns and knives. They were outnumbered and encircled by them in a matter of seconds. A crowd of innocent villagers gathered watching. Then from out of the thick wall of guards came Eidolon and stood directly in front of Spectre. He stood with his legs apart and his arms folded. I'm sorry I had to do this, my You've left me no choice. You should have traded with me, Spectre. You could have avoided all of this. And now, finally, we'll have a negotiation. I have something you might want, he said, smiling. And right at that moment, his guards dragged a young man out of their vehicles. It was John, Spectre's only brother, and basically the only family he had left, since most of them had passed away or been murdered. Emperor Eidolon grabbed John, pressing a knife firmly into his neck. He said, Get me, Spirit. Emperor Spectre stood emotionless, watching. 
to pierce through John's neck, and some blood came out. The young boy shrieked, and tears rolled down his face. Spectre closed his eyes, then stared at the ground. What do you want, he said, his voice barely audible. I want spirit, Idolan answered, releasing pressure on the boy's neck. Go get spirit, Emperor Spectre told one of his guards, and his tone was unusually soft. Moments later, a guard appeared with spirit. A few people in the crowd gasped and began whispering among themselves. Spectre sighed and rubbed his face when he saw her. Spirit yelped as they escorted her over to Idolin. She looked at Spectre while they pulled her over into the arms of his enemy. Then one of Idolin's guards grabbed her firmly, ushering her into one of the vehicles. Emperor Idolin sat with spirit in the back of the SUV. The driver was Edmund, one of his most loyal guards. He glanced at her through the rearview mirror, and his eyes were shiny, almost like gold. As they drove away, spirit stared out the window at Emperor Spectre. He looked as sad as night. She wasn't sure if she would ever see him again, and she was shocked by the fact that she felt pity for him. That's when she felt Emperor Idolin rub her shoulder. She turned to look at him and tried to process this brand new feeling. His touch and the way he looked at her was different than Spectre. All she had ever known was Spectre, and now this complete stranger was her new emperor. Her heart was in her throat as he began caressing her thigh and moving his way up her leg. Then he began kissing her. Absolute pleasure entered her body, followed by terror. She was breathing so fast now, she knew he could hear it. He paused, sensing her weariness. You're scared, he whispered. Then a shimmering nimbus of goldish yellow light surrounded him for a moment. His hand over her heart. She closed her eyes and his hand felt very warm. She felt a deep sense of peace and tranquility enter. Her heart beat and her breathing slowed down. How did you do that? She said, quietly opening her eyes. He 
took his hand away and smiled. The glowing nimbus around him dissipated. He guided her hand and she could feel how much he wanted her. She began rubbing him and his beautiful face filled with excitement. She glided her hand underneath his pants and grabbed him tighter, feeling him become more passionate. She stopped and looked at him, enjoying the sense of control. She continued stroking Emperor Eidolon with just the right amount of pressure, and his face tightened and he tilted his head back. She put her soft, warm lips around him, and he moaned. She indulged herself, teasing him slowly, nibbling on him back and forth like a treat. He cried out, then he pulled her back and kissed her. She felt a warm wave of desire travel down her body until it ached, and she wrapped her hands around his neck. 